Hey everyone, welcome to the Multiverse Minutes. My name is Matthew, and over the next 10 minutes, I'm going to give you my thoughts on the 2021 adaptation of Dune. I went and saw this today earlier with my dad, and I have a lot of thoughts that I want to share with you, but I'm going to keep it nice and concise and not get any spoilers. But I just want to go ahead and kind of give a few thoughts and my opinion on this film. Uh, so let me give you a history of my history of Dune, because it's strange. I only found out about Dune about six or seven years ago when I was watching a TV show called Chuck, uh, and I just so happened to be watching an episode where they were dressing up for Halloween, where Chuck and his best friend Morgan dressed up in a sandworm costume. And that is the first time that I ever heard of Dune. And since then, I kind of heard about the fact that Dune was a big influence for George Lucas and Star Wars, and I never really thought much of it. I was just like, okay, that's cool. I'm glad that there was a book that was written back in the 60s, and some really not awesome movies and TV shows that have inspired, you know, generations of filmmakers, including George Lucas and Star Wars. And then last year happened. COVID, everything was really bad. And then all of a sudden, I don't know where, Warner Brothers dropped this incredible trailer for Dune. Uh, I was blown away. I literally knew nothing about the film, but from the minute I saw that trailer, I knew I needed to see this movie. Uh, my birthday was a few days later. I ended up getting the book for my birthday, and I read it in about two and a half or three weeks, I believe. It was a little under a month that I read this book, which is a daunting task because this book is so confusing. There are so many words that are made up uh, just for the book that there's an entire glossary and index that was written by the author and put in the back. So, you know, I had to read spark notes after every chapter to make sure I was properly following along. So, you know, I'm not like a long time fan of Dune. I've only over the last year really gotten into it. And I, I really loved the first book. Once I finally understood what was going on, I just like fell in love. I thought the story was just phenomenal and so different from anything I'd ever read or, or seen before. And then I'm now reading Dune Messiah, which hopefully we'll be getting a movie for, but I'll talk about that in a little bit. So now that you kind of know, Know, my influence, my sphere of influence with Dune. Let me go ahead and tell you about this film. Um, I saw this just a few short hours ago, and after processing everything, I, I just have to come to the conclusion this film is a masterpiece. Um, I, I desperately hope and pray that we will be getting a part two because this film blew my mind. Um, the, the, the director of this film also did Blade Runner 4049, which is one of my favorite films, and it's just visually stunning. So I knew coming into this, you know, big shoes to fill. Dune is a very large story, been failed multiple times, and it's supposed to be a beautiful film. Um, all of that was accomplished, and I'm so glad they decided to split it up. Uh, if, if nothing else, if you see this film, you will enjoy the soundtrack and the visuals because it is the most mind-boggling AV experience of my life. Gorgeous music, gorgeous cinematography i i was so fully immersed in this film it's crazy like I, I couldn't look away and you know sometimes i like lean over my dad and like make comments throughout the film and i literally never once looked away from the screen i always had my eyes locked in there for almost three hours straight i was just i was in this world i was on arrakis i was on kaladin i was right there in the fight the entire time it's it's beautiful beautiful just barely begins to capture how i feel about this film um I know I've seen a lot of stuff that's really divisive about it. I've seen a lot of people that are really upset because they, they think it's just so so dumb and so different. And I think that's that's really unfortunate. Uh, I know obviously everybody's got their own opinions on film. Everybody has a different thing that they like and they dislike. But this is not your run-of-the-mill action-adventure sci-fi film. Uh, you know, you can't go into it expecting to see Star Wars. You know, you can't go into expecting to see like a Star Trek film or something, you know, any, anything remotely related. It's not going to be, you know, Timothy Chalamet running around with Jason Momoa in the desert just stabbing people. It's not, it's not that kind of film. Uh, Dune is a richly layered story. Uh, 
so much that they're trying to split it into two parts. Um, you know, the book is, I think, about 750 pages by the time you take the glossary and the maps and stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's a big task to try to get everything in there. You know, we have stuff about, about family, about, uh, you know, living up to expectations, being a leader, uh, holy wars, love, oppression, slavery, uh, you know, just like taking resources unjustly. It is so, it is so complex that if you go into it and you're thinking like, yeah, I'm just going to watch a little silly sci-fi action film, you're going to leave so disappointed. I'm not a huge fan of artsy films. Um, you know, sometimes I really do enjoy them, but I don't, I don't always like to to sit and just watch an artsy film and I never really felt like this was an artsy film I does have that rich layer but I'm sitting here and I'm just fully fully into this world I'm fully into the story I, I can connect with these characters uh, especially even characters that are on the screen for maybe less than 20 minutes of an almost three hour runtime uh, let me let me talk about that this cast oh my gosh this cast they spared no expense the actors in this film are phenomenal I've only seen Timothy Chalamet in Little Women and I liked him. I thought that he did a good job. And, you know, watching this film, like, that is Paul Atreides. There's there's one scene where, and there's a total of maybe two minutes, his his range of facial expressions and, and voice talent is just, I was blown away. Blown away. And this one little scene, he's, he just goes through all the range of emotions. Um, Oscar Isaac, who I've only seen in Star Wars, was beautifully portrayed in this film uh rebecca ferguson fantastic actress she was amazing every single person in this film no matter how long they were in it was incredible you know even the smaller name or the, the you know maybe even no names i i thought even like the little like side guards they did a good job they felt the world feels so lived in um and i think that's that's a really really important thing because when you're jumping into something that has so much lore the world needs to feel lived in it can't feel like we're you know opening up this, this new book, uh, and we don't know anything about it. It's got to feel like there's some sort of dirt and grime and grittiness to it so you know that it's been lived in. These people have existed before, you know, we even came into the story. We're just coming in, like, you know, in an intersection point, and now we're seeing what kind of happens. Uh, so the acting was amazing. The, the, the attention to the to layers and the complexity of, of characters and world building was amazing. Um, I needed to dedicate an entire section to cinematography really quick. These might be some of the best shots I've ever seen in a film in my entire life. And seeing this in the Dolby Theater was the best decision I have made. <laughs> um, I I can't get over it. There are shots where the the ships are just dwarving these humans. And I love the fact that anytime there's something shown on screen, it has something to scale. Like if you're seeing a huge warship, you see a tiny person. You understand just the, the grand scale of everything. There's a scene where a ship is flying down. And it's just almost completely pitch black and there's rain falling down in a character and you look up when the lights are shining down when the ship is approaching. It is just, my jaw dropped so many times. The, the beauty of Kaladin and, and its um, portrayal of, you know, of, of vibrancy um, and life and the water there and the, you know, stark contrast of it's so bright and hot and, you know, no moisture on Arrakis, dude. Um, it, it was so stunning to see these shots in the film. I've gone back over HBO now um, and just kind of rewatched, like you know, a couple second scenes because I was like, "Man, there's just something so special. There's something so special about this scene right here. This this little shot and the way that they did it. It was just gorgeous. Um, and something else that was gorgeous. Uh, let's talk about the soundtrack because Hans Zimmer. Oh my word, <laughs> incredible. Um, he turned down Tenet so he could do Dune, and I am so thrilled that he did. I am a huge film score nerd, and the first time that I listened to any of the music from Dune, I was actually upset. 
And I think a lot of it is because I couldn't, I couldn't pick out a motif. Um, you know, with Star Wars, you have so many different motifs. With Marvel, you have, you know, especially like the Avengers thing, those motifs. You know, you watch any film, any large blockbuster film, and you have a film or a, a soundtrack motif, like a little sound that plays all the time. You're like, yeah, this is for this character. This is for this, this scene, this world. And I never got that with Dune. And I was really mad before, you know, I actually saw the film. And then when I did see it today, uh, that music in there, oh my gosh, it is out of this world, like, you know, pun intended, because I, I never once felt like I was listening to a, a human orchestral soundtrack. This felt like it belonged in the stars. I was blown away, and it just helped further, you know, my uh, involvement into the film and, and how immersed I felt. So between the, you know, the, the cinematography and the audio, it was just amazing. Um, so I have a little less than a minute left. I'm going to go ahead and try to wrap up these thoughts so we can keep this short. Dune is a masterpiece. Um, Audio-wise, visual-wise, acting-wise, it is incredible. And the fact that it's only the rising action, you know, if in a, in a three-point or a three-part story, you got the rising action, you got your climax, you got your conclusion. This is the rising action. And it cuts off and you feel it. You want, you want more. And I desperately, desperately hope that this film does well enough over HBO Max and in theaters that we get part two and part three. Uh, because they want to do a part three, which takes Dune Messiah and kind of fill in, finishes up the trilogy of Paul Atreides. So please go see this film. I give it a nine and a half out of ten. Um, I'm probably going to try to see it a couple more times in theaters. And if not, then on HBO Max, because I am just blown away. But until next time, this has been Multiverse Minutes, and I'm Matthew, and I will catch you all later.